Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> we should have done the show. We should have had like all reserved things. Like we all got to check. We should have had the abs crew. Just Get Eric here. on here. Yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Let's go. Fun and vibey win in Detroit. I did not see that coming. I didn't see that coming before the game. I didn't see it coming at the end of the first half. And I certainly didn't see that at the end of, uh, or I'm sorry, at the end of halftime as Jokic was ejected. But they get the win anyway. Christian Brown breaks out. Reggie Jackson, the closer. And what do we make of this ejection? All of that Mm. and more today on the show. And I don't know, maybe we'll do a little ATA just to satiate this man over here, Brennan Vogt. Why would we do that? Did something happen around the league time? <laughs> I'm just focused on the Nuggets. I, what a win. Should we just first start of all, with ATA segment one? <laughs> segment sure. one might be our top story. First of all, that was a lie. I did pull up the Celtics game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> he was more locked in than the Celtics not one. That's not true. It was the secondary screen. But it was up. It was up during crunch time. Not going to lie. Oh, over, over here, we've got Harrison Wynn. Oh, man. I don't know how vibesy I'm feeling after that win, but um, a oh, win on. is a win. I know this is funny because I see this on the timeline too. I feel like great. people, that, I kind of am like, yeah, this you was feel awesome. great because the Celtics lost. No, no, no it's a good Nuggets win. That's a good Nuggets I, win. I, I honest, I'm over on this side. Well, of course, it, of course, it's a good win. No, it's, of course, it's a good win. It's a little vibey for me, but we'll, okay. we can debate it. We can right. debate it. You and can keep your vibes. Superstar here. Dev, where are the vibes for you? Are you over here? Are you <sighs> over there? I'm just not gonna lie. I'm a very opposite of Harrison. That was a big win. That was a good win. That was a good one. People are lying their asses off. How do you not get happy about that win? I'm happy. I'm just not like jumping out of my seat. Even your guy played well tonight. This he's been playing well for like three, four games now. So (laughs) slow your roll. I might have to become the official Christian Brown guy on this Uh, pod. I don't know, guys. How about a little fast break breakdown? What do you say? Sure. Uh, oh man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, this happens every time. My first note is always the note of the game, and I don't plan it that way. First note: Jokic frustrated early. Yeah, that was very clear. <laughs> did you carry that literally? Note? Did you Jokic carry <laughs> Jokic frustrated early? Is my very first note of the game. He seems bothered. He seems upset about something. Then he picked up a tech. Slow start from the Nugs, but they make a couple subs and then they make a big run. Christian Brown, big part of that. Pickett did not come in until Jokic went out, so no staggered minutes tonight. That was a change from Michael Malone's rotation, and I liked it. I liked the idea of bringing in no point guard first to get the Jokic minutes, and then go with the point guard, Jalen Pickett, and then part-time Reggie Jackson with the second. I like it. Great adjustment. Big fan. Also big fan of Peyton Watson being back in the rotation. That's notable. And then Michael Malone, he'd seen enough, you guys. First quarter, seen enough. Double technical, gets himself kicked out. We'll talk about that later. The bench looked great, though. That all-bench unit, with it was all-bench, no starters, looked really good, and they actually build a lead 27-23 at the end of the first quarter. Tenacious Zeke made an appearance in the second quarter, and the bench survived the non-Jokic minutes. Mm-hmm. He didn't grab a rebound, per se, but he did run around a little bit. 
Then the starters check back in and just can't get a rhythm. It was really ugly, really clunky. Michael Porter Jr. in particular had an awkward second quarter. I would call it awkward and a rhythmless second quarter. And then Jokic gets ejected. Frustrated. Thought he got hit by Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, I think, was playing in foul trouble, so maybe the rest were giving a little extra leeway. To Marvin Bagley? To Bagley. I mean, it's Bagley. You know, you got to... He's a number two pick. Former five-star recruit. Five-star recruit, number two pick. You got to, you know, got to get star calls for the stars. Jokic gets ejected. He's out of there. Jokic, I think... Must have said something like, "I like throw me out of this game then," because the ref kind of looked at him and goes, "Okay." Like he kind of gives him one of those, like, "If that's what you want." So who knows? We'll probably find out later on what it was. But he's ejected. He's out of there. Reggie got a drive at the buzzer to give the Nuggets a lead, fifty-six, fifty-five. But Sombor going into the half. Som- somber, not Sombor. Somber going into the half. <laughs> the big Quite distinction. the opposite. Yeah. All right, Jokic is out the game. So who are they going to start, guys? Zeke? Are they going to start DeAndre? What are you going to do? Christian Brown, you hey. go in for Jokic. We're going super tiny. Nuggets playing hard but can't get anything going. That's the story, really, of the entire second half. Christian was attacking hard. That was the only thing working for the Nuggets was Christian was like a fullback running right up the gut every single time. No moves, no nothing, just attack. He did do the first move of his career tonight. He did do the first move, and he smoked the layup. What a bummer. <laughs> 81-79 Nuggets. And then to start the fourth quarter, the Nuggets immediately fall behind by five. Michael Porter hit a couple of big-time threes. He finally got some threes to get going in that fourth quarter. Nuggets were playing really small, but they couldn't rebound. They did not trust Zeke or, you know, their bigs in this game. So they went small a lot, but they couldn't grab a rebound. Uh, Reggie had a floater to uh, and an and one to tie the game with three minutes and 38 seconds left. Kate Cunningham had a tough drive and finish. He was going at Christian Brown in the fourth quarter. Very noteworthy that that was his mark for whatever reason, and it was working. Then Aaron Gordon hit two big free throws. Then Cade Cunningham drew a shooting foul the other direction. Then KCP had a drive and putback, so we're going back and forth. Nuggets finally get a stop. Reggie gets a fast break, and the Nuggets take their first lead, about two minutes to go. Cade scores on Christian again. Reggie Jackson gets a lob to Aaron Gordon for an and one. The Nuggets go up three, and they would not look back. Michael Porter, big-time block on Isaiah Stewart on a scramble play. Looked like a broken play. They were going to get an easy layup. Mm -hmm. Michael Porter comes in and gets a block. Then Reggie Jackson gets blocked. Aaron Gordon blocks Osair Thompson. Guys, the last minute of this game was nothing but guys getting their shot blocked. (laughs) Aaron Gordon missed an iso against Stewart. Cade misses an iso against AG. And then a great uh, contest off of the rim. KCP jumps vertical on Cade Cunningham. Cade misses the layup. And then Reggie goes down and gets the free throws uh, to, to ice the game. This was a close game. I give all of those highlights because it wasn't sexy. None of those plays were like, amazing. It was like... Somebody has to go into the mud and pull this game out. And tonight it was the Denver Nuggets. They get the win. All right, Dev, start us off. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is I can't believe how much I wanted that game. I can't believe that they pulled Great off take. that game. I can't believe that Jokic got ejected. Can't believe Malone got ejected. Yeah. Can't believe that they played that well on defense in the second half. Yep. And I can't believe that Reggie Jackson won the game for the Denver Nuggets. I can't believe that part. I can't believe that. That was a wild game. Um, I think that that was a, a, a big game um, for, for the Nuggets. Um, not in the sense of, like, you beat the Pistons, but it's how you did it. Yeah. There was, there was a lot in that game, and it was just how you did it. That was a, that was a big game. Yeah. yeah, it was a big game for sure. You needed this one. Man, you needed this one starting the road trip 0-2. Yeah. With... This being just by far the easiest game on this five-game road trip. You know, it didn't stay that way after the first quarter, but they definitely needed it. My big takeaway was Reggie Jackson. 
I feel like I'm the only one in Denver who had any faith in Reggie Jackson coming off oh of last season. I feel like oh I'm the only God. one on this panel You're pulling a D who had here. any faith on Reggie Jackson coming into this season. You're sitting next to Jim. You guys all dismissed him. <laughs> okay. I have the faith Man. in Reggie Jackson. Wow. And what has he done? Since Jamal Murray's gone down, he's been incredible, man. 18 points against the Clippers, 14 against New Orleans, 21 tonight, six assists, zero turnovers. This guy's been awesome stepping in for Jamal Murray. He's scoring the ball, which is what Denver actually needs the most with Jamal Murray out. He's taking care of it. Zero turnovers tonight. That's crazy, zero turnovers. He had zero turnovers against the Warriors when he had 20 points a couple weeks ago. He's been phenomenal this season, man. Phenomenal. And um, everything that he said and the Nuggets said about him over the summer has come true. The time he spent in Denver, the time he spent around the coaching staff, learning the offense, it's all helped. And he is completely different than the player he was last year. And the Nuggets have needed it. They've desperately needed it. That was impassioned, man. Thank you. That was impassioned. <laughs> Thank you. I haven't seen that kind of passion out of wind in a while, yeah. man. No, yeah. for well, sure. Well, Brown intense. has been playing that one well this season. <laughs> no, but honestly, I love that you brought up that Reggie stayed in Colorado all summer because that did, was a storyline that kind of went under the radar. And as Reggie tells it, he just loves basketball. So what else am I going to be go- doing? Like, I just like to be in the gym. That's where I like to be. But I do think there was something more to it. Like, he could have stayed in the gym anywhere. But he wanted to be here, and I do think there was a little bit of Reggie last year. He wins a championship, but he's cut out of the rotation. And he gets it. I think he went into the summer and was like, they're investing in me. That's a big contract he got. And I think it was like, no, man, I want I want to contribute. I know I could fit in. I like this team. I like the vibe of it. I know I can do better. And the early returns are, are enormous yeah. for Reggie Jackson. My big takeaway is that that was a very, very well-timed ejection by Michael Malone. And subsequently, the bench looked inspired and played well. And I think you could make an argument, now that the dust has settled and they won, that this was an optimal outcome for the bench and for players, let's say, you know, 5 through 10 on this roster. No no, no, Jokic, uh, no Jamal, Malone gets ejected. They got to go and win that game. And Christian Brown got it. Got, like, there was nowhere to hide. Like, everyone was going to get minutes. People had to figure out how to dig deep and produce. Um, so Reggie, who's coming off a terrible game, digs deep, finds it. Uh, you know, I thought, I thought uh, AG responded really well in the fourth. Like he's had a, a couple of poor games, and he responded well. I liked some of the Julian minutes. Like this can be the kind of Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, like those guys. They don't really need to be galvanized for them. A win is a win. But for the rest of the roster. This could be exactly what it took for them to sort of, okay, we saw ourselves succeed. We got a little something going. I'm feeling more confident. And I bet there were a little vibes in the locker room tonight. I bet you there were some vibes in there, and this wasn't a pretty game. Like, this was a slog of a game when Jokic went out. But I'm with you that I think this can be a vibes win or like a vibes boost. And it's actually my big takeaway, which is Jokic has been incredible to start this year. I'm worried, and we'll talk about this later on, he's maybe been too incredible. He's maybe been going a little too hard and putting too much on him. But the consequence sometimes of having a Jokic is that the right play is always to go through Jokic. And that can throw off a rhythm. That can throw off the way you're playing any other type of basketball. And I think that the, the him going out tonight, Murray going out, and Malone going out tonight, while it was ugly as hell offensively, 
I do feel that there was a little bit of a okay, there's other things we can do on a court that's not Jokic, and this gives a little bit of confidence. Guys were struggling, I thought, with their confidence tonight and have been for a handful of games. And as this game went on, it's like, no, we can win an ugly game because we have talent. And guys like Christian Brown were a part of it. Guys like Aaron Gordon were a big part of it. Guys like KCP were a big part of it. You mentioned Reggie Jackson. But even Peyton Watson tonight gives you good minutes in the clutch, you know, in the fourth quarter. So I feel like this is... The Nuggets, others, needed a confidence boost. And they got one tonight in getting a win in an ugly game when they didn't yes, have Jokic. Exactly. I think it's a great point. Going back to last year, I remember Michael Malone talking about how kind of pissed off it made the Nuggets role players whenever, you know, the stats were brought up, whether the plus minus was brought up about how terrible they were when Nikola Jokic was not on the court. Right. Like, that's something that seeped into the locker room last year and it's a conversation that guys were aware of and the fact that they can go out and win a game doesn't matter the opponent win an nba game win a basketball game without nikola Jokic, and you have a lot of guys up and down the roster starters and reserves doing really positive things no doubt that's going to be a huge confidence boost to the locker room absolutely yeah, the entire time, they just did not panic. They saw their guy leave. They saw their coach leave. And this is a pretty young team, a team that has not played a bunch together and don't have a lot of NBA minutes. And they were just like, okay, we're poised, we're under control, and we're going to make things happen. And it, it, it's not a coincidence that the two guys that stepped up in this game are the two vets on the team with Reggie Jackson, yep. KCP. They were like, okay, we're still under control because we're going to still do the things that have been instilled in us um the way that Jokic and Denver basketball has been is even when he's not out there they still have to play a certain way that you can still make it up like we got to see that identity that has been lacking step up in this game where it was okay we're gonna go all defense or we're gonna you know get the open shot or we're just gonna just play harder than the rest and we had not been seeing that for a while I don't care that it was the Pistons it was the Pistons without Jokic so that's a pretty even team, you know, but they were like, no, this and is Jamal. not even. We're better yeah. than them, yeah. and, and we're going to show that we're better than them. Having said that, and I agree with the point, like, that was a narrow margin between a thin line between a horrendous loss and a tremendous win, and I'm very happy to be on this side of it. Having said that, my second biggest takeaway is that the Pistons stink. They might want to they, they pack it well, up. Well, they have lost now 12 in a row. Yeah, but I mean, they like, really that's... They really do stink. You're like, all right, guys, we really got to get one. Maybe this one? Yeah. No. Nope. You know what? But I am going to throw that out there that it's still an NBA team and the Nuggets still, you know, had chaos thrown their way with of Jokic course, going yeah, out. Like, yeah. if you go into a game prepared for Jokic to be out, that's one thing. When that happens in the middle of nowhere. Right. And it wasn't just him. It was also Michael Malone. Like, those are variables that get entered into an mm-hmm. equation. And, again, I thought Denver looked disgusting tonight for most of the game. This yeah. was not a pretty one. And you got a real, lot of really quality players on the Pistons. Kate Cunningham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep also going. Thompson. No, keep, keep, keep going. And then there's also um, Thompson. I understand that uh-huh. reference. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, that, who was that? Will Bond. Will Bond. Will Bond. Yeah, Will Bond. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, the other. About playing ugly, here's the, here's the thing. And here's a big takeaway I have for the Nuggets, others. Because I think Michael Porter is out of rhythm right now. And maybe he got a little rhythm going. I think that Christian Brown was out of rhythm until very recently, and he got going a little bit. I think that guys like uh, uh, 
Peyton Watson and Zeke Naji have been a little out of rhythm lately. Here's the thing. There's doing basketball's not making mistakes, doing the right thing, and then making plays. I always say this. One way you make plays, especially on the offensive end, is just to go balls to the wall. And tonight, neither team was going to win pretty tonight. But Denver got extra possessions when they needed extra possessions. They got stops when they needed stops. They got block shots when they needed block shots because other there were breakdowns. And to me, I think Christian Brown had this realization three or four games ago of yep. like, I'm not fitting in where I thought. I'm not getting the driving lanes or making my shot. But you know what I can do? Just enter some chaos into this game and go crazy. And through that... Uh, he's gotten out of his slump. And I hope that tonight, when I say I hope that the bench and some of these guys got confidence and got rhythm, it was because of that. They didn't have shots. The offense didn't flow. They just made something out of nothing. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I can always do that. Yeah. Dude, Christian Brown, like, I mean, I, I know this is going to be the KCP-Reggie Jackson game, but Christian Brown really won this game for them. The, the yep. moment that yep. he got in, he was just poised the entire time. And he really did create that chaos. Um, he created that defensive anchor for that unit, and it was with the starters and the backups, where it was just like, I'm just going to play under control. He has earned Adelman's trust, Malone's trust. He's playing extra minutes because he's playing hard the entire time that, yeah, maybe earlier in the season it wasn't going for him confidence-wise. It wasn't there offensively, but he, like, works his way into, like, smart plays or better plays. He's playing hard and finishing around the rim. He's cutting when he needs to. Yeah. He's attacking every time that they have to foul him, but he's doing exactly what's needed, and other guys around him are like, okay, maybe we don't get it going offensively, but we're going to try to match that energy. I think that he's just, like, a accelerator for that unit, and we got to see that in this game. Yeah. Don't you feel like all off-season players work on the pretty part of the game? And it's almost like you forget that that's only half the game. Yeah, well, up until the last four games, it seems like Christian Brown forgot what got him into right. the playoff rotation yep. last year. Yeah, It felt like he forgot who he was. And these last four games, he's gotten back to being himself, man. I mean, he's playing with so much more aggression over this last week than he did in the first couple weeks of the season. Like... Every time he gets it, he's just looking to push the pace now. He's looking to just get to the rim, create contact, and just make stuff happen at the same level he did last year. So it's just been this realization, I think, from him about what got him to this point, what he did so well last year, and um, he's been a different player these last four games. By the way, two of two from three tonight. Sometimes yeah. you do the little stuff, and then oh, the big no stuff the, the game rewards you for... Right. Um, for playing ethically. But also, like, it, it was, it goes back to your big takeaway or just your point about Jokic. Like, a lot of these guys, these guys all know how to play basketball, which is different than playing for the reigning champion Denver Nuggets. Right. And in terms of fitting into your role. And so there is a little bit of, like, that stuff went away tonight, and it's like all that was left was you, the other team, and the ball. Like, go hoop. Go be a player. You know what to do. Um, and you can maybe kind of burst your way through the other side of the indecision, fear, whatever it was, tentativeness. Just get yourself going. And there's no doubt that that's what Christian's done in the last three or four games. And without necessarily changing, like, he just went right. He just said, I'm going to just start going to the rim. I'm just going to play harder. And he's one of those players that is able to summon that and channel that when they need it. And the last three, four games, 
I'll say this. This is what Bruce Brown, this right here is what Bruce Brown was in the regular season for Denver. He wasn't making plays or setting guys up or hitting step back threes or any of that. They He would just push and run and push. And Christian can do that. So it's good to see him get back to that. Um, he's been awesome. You look like Pedro Pascal right now. Thank you. That's a compliment. I love that dude. Yeah. I don't know if it's the shirt or what. What do you it think is. of my take? Did you I, hear I was, it? I, I <laughs> couldn't stop looking at you because you look like Pedro Thank Pascal. You. No, it's a nice compliment, uh, guys. Let's take a quick break. On the other side, we'll get to some of the other players on the roster um, and kind of critique some of the guys who maybe didn't stand out as much, but maybe there were some positives there as well. Bet three six five is never ordinary. Never ordered. How do we do tonight, though? Bet three six five. Oh, we, had, we, we had Jokic. We did other, have some <laughs> other things. Did Jokic hit all of his numbers big Jokic tonight? Night. Do we have a big Jokic <laughs> night tonight? No, 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 no. Man. But the other things, the other the things, other things pretty well. Okay. Uh, at Bet365 right now, you can take advantage of their NBA early payout offer. Get your straight bets paid out or parlay paid Yo, out. Yeah, I won money tonight. Yeah, we did pretty well. I was great tonight despite the fact that I bet on Jokic. You know how wild it would have been if Dev was like, I'm not feeling yoked tonight, guys. I think he's gonna get kicked out. We're like, what? Yeah, that's like, rough. You're in the you're in the NBA ref ma- uh, group text. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he got the script. They're like, no, I was hanging script. out with them last night. You guys, bro, do- I'm telling you. Yep, Reggie bet hit. Christian bet hit. Yoke did not hit. KCP's. Michael Porter hit. Man, I, look at this. Yeah. Well, I mean, big night for the role players without Nicole Jokic. Isaiah Stewart even hit. I can't believe I got that one. Look at this. Well, uh, but yeah, you guys can get your straight bets paid out or parlay paid out man. and marked as a winner when your team goes up by 20 points. Uh, so as long as your team goes up by 20 points, you win. Pretty awesome deal from uh, Bet365 right there. Um, so what you got to do is download the Bet365 app. Use code DNVR365 at sign up. You can take advantage of that early payout offer. It must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call or text 1 800 Gambler. Bacchus and Shanker are really cool for a long list of reasons. One of them is that they really don't charge you to speak to them. Uh, so if you're seeking a consultation on an accident at work, in a car accident, as a pedestrian, most importantly, it was not your fault. You know what to do. Just pick up your phone, find the number two, dial 222. 2222 or visit coloradolaw.net. Again, these guys will not charge you a consultation fee. In fact, they'll even take on your case for free. They're not going to charge you until they've won, which they do. They've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They've got the strength and power to win your case. Call them at 2222222 to find out if you have a case for free. Back at some Shanker, they win. They got Nuggets get 30 assists tonight, by the way. Which is really good for not having Yoke. You still manage yeah. to get 30 assists and only on 107 points. So, um, Well, when Mike has two. <laughs> That's true. Mike, hey, speaking you know of I mean? which, four games in a row without uh, an assist. He picks up two tonight. He also goes four of nine from the three-point line, including some big ones. You want to start with Mike? Um, <laughs> it's just funny. what for, m- for the last month, it seemed like everything's there but the shot. Last two games, the shot has been there. Five of nine right. last game, four of nine tonight. Great shooting nights. Everything else, not so much. The rebounding was good tonight. Yeah, he got some boards. Um, and he had that great block at the end of the game. Big time which play, mattered. timely. I actually thought defensively he took a step forward from the last game when he was not very good. My big thing with Mike tonight was the four turnovers. And Mike, for as mistake-prone as he is, it usually doesn't manifest that way. Mike does not turn the ball over a ton. Um, for, so for him to miss as many shots and turn the ball over four times... His decision-making was poor tonight. And I know he's not a Jokic, but, like, he just 
he was missing wide open guys and just just kind of weird stuff like that. Having said that, the shot does look much better to me, um, and that's that's a big silver lining that matters. Yeah, the the shot was the biggest part of his game that stood out. Four nine from three. He had five threes last night. Now we just gotta get the other stuff going, which he already had going. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I think it's awesome just not think about like him playing on second nights of back-to-backs or even having to Man, worry about that. great point. He Should played 30, 38 minutes in this game after wow. playing a lot of minutes last night. And right. That's an afterthought, and he was still super active in this game, especially I don't think that he made great decisions defensively, but he was active. Like yeah. He was a disruptor, especially late in the game where he's coming up with blocks or grabbing every single rebound. I feel like every like loose ball rebound – he just jumped over a guy and just grabbed the board. Yeah. Um, in this one, he had 11 rebounds. Yeah. Like, that's those are big plays. Um, and then also, like we said, like, the offense is starting to come together where I just feel like the shot is back. Like, I, I'm, I'm, like, fine with him taking yes, open shots. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's going to go in. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's slowly coming together. But it's great to see that the shot is still falling. And also, this was a game that they had to kind of run the offense through him. And we know, like, he loves being in those type of situations. So I felt like they were under control on offense because they were like, oh, we still have Michael Porter Jr. who could just create his own. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if we go to the bench here, Peyton Watson tonight just gets 13 minutes. He had four points, one rebound, two assists. He did get a block. He was one of two shooting and a plus five. I feel like he, first of all, he's back in the rotation, which is meaningful since he did not play in last game. But I actually thought that, Malone's message to him has got to be the thing I just said about just go out there and play hard, man. Like you're going to make mistakes. Try to make it every game. Try to make fewer mistakes than the game before. But every game you have to maintain the same level of intensity. And he's one guy that I wonder if it just waned a little bit. Maybe it had something more to do with shooting that Justin Holiday got in there. But he gets a chance tonight. And I think, well, I don't think he did anything that was necessarily spectacular. He also didn't really stand out in a negative way tonight, which I think is important. Yeah, I thought he was solid. I I don't feel like he's been making a ton of mistakes, but just one here or one there that are just really loud. And um, he's just got to continue to do the thing that Nikola Jokic told him to do, which is do the things that nobody else wants to. Um, he got a block tonight. That was big. Two of them, right? They only gave him credit for one. Mm. Yeah. But um, the fact that he was just in the positives tonight, plus five, and the fact that the four members of the bench were in the positives, Julian Strother wasn't. When you can just look at the box score after the game and see you were in the positives, that's got to feel nice. Yeah. After these last couple games in this stretch where the bench has been just huge in the negatives. Yeah, Malone, I mean, challenged them like, to just be out there, like just to really just prove yourself while you're out there and to bring some energy. On the second night of a back-to-back, -back, you're definitely going to be needed um, in this game. And then... Jokic leaves, and you really have to, like, step up. Um, he, he got a DNP, so, like, that actually motivates a young guy to be like, mm -hmm. okay, I have to play harder. I have to bring that energy, or I really am going to get benched. So Malone has him exactly where he wants him, and it's up to Peyton on, like, do I want to play or do I not want to play? Because I have to, you know, be a disruptor the entire time. And he has the the defensive, like, instincts and things to make those type of plays. And he did in this game. You don't have to score every time for you to be active. You don't have to score to be part of the rotation. You just have to play hard. So this was a game that I felt like he brought some energy in it. While it wasn't a standout on the scoreboard type of game, you got to play. Here's what I really love, Vote. 
I love the rotation tonight in the first half. I love that Michael Malone brought Pickett in with the second unit and that that second unit was a full second unit. It had Pickett, Christian, Peyton, uh, Zeke, and Julian Strother, which I actually liked. And I actually liked the way Pickett ran that group during that stint. Now, he was cut from the rotation in the second half, and I actually liked that as well. Denver needed to kind of shorten it yeah. and just and pull this one out. So I kind of like if Malone can, can, can stick to what happened today, I think that it actually would be the perfect growth for Jalen Pickett. One, that second unit needs an identity. He's best when he is the identity, when the team is kind of rallying around him. Who else are you going to go to in that lineup? You might as well let him do his thing. And then it saves Reggie Jackson at the moment for the starter minutes. It saves that stagger a little bit better. I hope that that's one of the takeaways the coaching staff has from tonight. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, I really liked the no point guard AG kind of bring the ball up look with CB in there like that that unit was great too um but i there is something to you know not just tethering Pickard or call into Jokic but the idea is that Pickett is a real point guard and floor general and right. so you get to let him be himself out there right. and get some reps as himself and i liked that that as i recall like that stretch went very well um, and they even kept it going a little bit when Reggie came back in there. Uh, but that unit had something going. I, I liked the way Pickett played tonight, and I think it's notable that they were not the Jokic minutes, like you said. So there was something to there. I mean, by the end, it's all thrown off with no Jokic. But the first half rotation was intriguing tonight. It's a five-man bench lineup, though. It's no starters out there. I know, but what's the difference? This, this is kind of my point is it's like, oh, we got to save it by giving them Aaron Gordon. or And it's like that doesn't – they just weigh the starters down. Man, I mean, my, my takeaway on that is, like, if the Nuggets can play an all-five bench lineup, that's huge. Yeah. It's a massive, massive difference maker. I mean, that's – that would be a solution to all the problems that have faced this second unit over the last couple of years, man. If they could find an all-bench five-man rotation, like, whew, would be awesome. Now, if they did play the Pistons, I don't know if they can. <laughs> For sure. I don't know if they can, yeah. but it was an interesting look. It was interesting. I just like the idea of, like, with young players like that, it's a lot to ask him to play a ton of minutes. Like I'm not, call, I don't, I don't call for for any of those Stroth or any of this. I think it's kind of nice that they get one stint, low leverage, and there's not the pressure on. Them. It's like every game you go out there, you know, you get these seven minutes or six minutes or whatever it is, and I just think that there can be a real positive to it. Um, let's talk real quickly about the Jokic ejection. Actually, mm -hmm. we don't have to be too quickly. Where are we at timing wise, Kale? We're thirty in. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll get to this. Uh, the Jokic ejection. I have a theory about it, you guys, that I actually think is kind of an important theory on the season. Okay. All right. We'll Interested to. to hear. Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Uh, if you're local, stop in the, uh, into the DNVR bar. we got tons of Breck Brew on tap. Great crowd here at the bar tonight on a Monday night. Nuggets, abs, buffs, Monday night football going on. Tons of Breck Brew being poured. Uh, so if you're local, stop in. we got all your favorites on tap. Uh, if you're not, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. Tells you exactly where to get Breckenridge Brewery. Just type in your zip code. Boom. Shows you exactly where to get Breck Brew no matter where you are. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Man, I love sandwiches. I'm starting to get older. Sometimes I eat bread. I don't feel so good. I don't look so good. Enter Hero Bread. It's pretty cool to have a low-carb and option that also might fit your dietary needs or constraints founder cold glass of hero bread 
baked 100 muffins per day before he found the perfect blend that fits his allergy constraints. That's what pushed him to start Hero Bread. So right now, if you're interested in a bread option that uh, fits your dietary constraints, or is a little healthier, Hero Bread is offering the DNVR fam 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use our code DNVR to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Alrighty, back here, segment three, DNVR Nuggets podcast. So here's my theory. Yoke, short, off-season, short, short, whatever, and we keep talking about how intense the Nuggets were at camp how intense they were in the preseason, and then out the gate, unbelievable stretch. We asked on this very show whether or not Jokic is better than ever before because he was playing better you know, than we had ever seen him before, at least picking up where he left off in the playoffs, which was the best we'd ever seen of him. Dominant and intense. And I wonder if part of this is the in-season tournament. Those games in particular, we've seen players getting kicked out, choke-holding people and do different things. I wonder if this... This is the first year. This is an experiment of basketball in the NBA. And I kind of wonder if the combination between Yoke coming out of the gate and them wanting to get a good start, Murray going down and then he needs to pick up the slack, and then these random games that all of a sudden mean more than just regular games. They have this playoff-level intensity or close-to-playoff-level intensity. I wonder if all of those things are have worn Jokic down more than ever before at this point. What do we always say about Jokic in November? Still ramping up. Still not playing that hard. He's kind of like in second gear. I think Yoke's been in fourth gear all year. Fourth or fifth gear, which is very rare for the first 14 games of the year. And I just, we always say he makes these moves when he's upset, when he's tired, when he's fatigued. Yoke the last three or four games has looked really annoyed, really fatigued. And tonight he gets ejected because he asked for it, basically, getting these texts. Hmm. What do you think, Dev? I mean, that is a, a good, I like, I mean, it makes sense, like what you're saying, um, especially because if we know there's one guy in the NBA that doesn't care for all of that extra stuff, it's Jokic. Like, it, it's a lot more, not pressure, but just like expectation at everyone else places that he just doesn't really think about. Or he doesn't care in the same ways, but it's forcing, you know, people to care. So maybe that does have, have something into it. I just think that he's kind of like just fed up with being fouled every single time and like no doubt refs just not respecting like him and the way that he plays and things like that where it gets old um it's not different than last year it's not different than the year before but he's like hey i'm a champion um i have earned this i'm an mvp like everyone else gets this um you know different type of calls that i don't get i think that it gets old for them and and really those type of frustration plays come from the big men usually the guards don't have to go through those same type of well, things. Because they, they like, get the calls. They get the calls. <laughs> so, like, the big men are the ones that have to go through that all the time. And he's just like, F this. Like, I'm tired of it. To, to yeah. get fouls in today's NBA, you have to play the game. I'm serious, man. Like, when you watch a Tatum or an Embiid or a Lillard or any of these guys, they're deliberately doing moves to bump into you or, or whatever. And Yoke does a little bit of this, you know, like where he's trying. He'll, he'll draw the contact there. But Yoke, for the most part, is trying to create space or do this or read the court. And I really do think it's frustrating because if Yoke just was always trying to bump into guys and throw things up, I honestly think he would get more BS foul calls. And it'd be less fun to watch him. And it's like it's a tough (laughs) – puts you in a tough spot as a fan, to be honest, because I don't really want him to start flopping. No. I just want them to start calling it. And I understand – like, I know there are two schools of thought on Nuggets Twitter right now. 
where it seems like you have to take a side of like he can't do that. He has to know. He has to know. He has to assume more responsibility there. He can't get ejected. Versus, I understand where he's coming from. Like both are getting, true. And I yeah, both are true. I don't think you have to be super principled about that. Right, like it, right, right. It just was a boiling point, and it is suboptimal. But it is what happened. Uh, my biggest thing is I just thought it was a soft ejection, but I don't know what he said. And that's like when you're when it's something like that. He clearly said something. Yeah. But honestly, to me, it's just. I don't know. What do you guys think Draymond is screaming? You're a nice guy. Come on my <laughs> podcast. I really like your haircut. Like, I disagreed with that call. Yeah, I'm politely. pretty sure that's pointed. So right. I just, I actually feel like, unless he said, throw me out right now, a part of me is like, and he might have, but a part of me is like, that was, my biggest take was I just saw it was a soft ejection. Yeah. It, it was a little soft, but he was also sitting on a technical at that point. Right. I mean, that's true. That's true. And he clearly said something. I, I think... The ejection stem from two things tonight. One is kind of what you were saying, Adam, where his fuse is running a little short right now. So short. And I think that's mostly just because Jamal Murray's been out and he's had to do so much heavy lifting over this last couple weeks stretch. Um, the second part of it, though, is he is fed up from not getting any calls. It started last night in Cleveland when he thought he was going to get thrown out of that game before the Nuggets subbed him out after those two straight offensive fouls called by Tony Brothers. And if I'm Jokic, I'm thinking like, man, they all told me that once I won a championship, I was going to get respect from officials. That's what I had to do, right? I had to win. Then I was going to start getting calls. That's what everybody said, right? Once you win, you know, then you get the respect. Well, they he won, and he's still not even in the top 10 in free throws per game. So I just think he's fed up about to Dev's point, not getting the calls he should, guys being able to defend him with so much contact and him not getting to the line. And he's probably thinking, man, if I really did embellish calls and play the game, I would, but I care about the basketball gods too much to do that. I Michael Malone, I think, really needs to be the one to do this. Yeah. He, what Michael Malone, Dev, if I'm not mistaken, he just got a, a contract that, as we were told, one of the most lucrative in all of the NBA, right? He's not hurting for money now. He's, he's hurting. He's, he just got a big deal. He has some money in his pocket. I would say, but it's a salesmanship job, and Malone is great at sales. He's a great salesman. The sale is, and we've seen the numbers, Jokic is hard to officiate. Shaquille O'Neal was hard to officiate. Great players who break the mold are it's hard true. to officiate, and the message needs to be, listen, guys, to your point, Yoke's not going out and doing this and falling over and bumping into guys the way like an Embiid or somebody. He doesn't do that. But at the same time, his skill set does make it difficult for guys like Marvin freaking Bagley to guard him in space, and you need to be aware of, hey, here's where he picks up fouls. He gets guys off balance and then attacks, and guys can't just hit him with his body or grab him and do these different things. So I think Malone needs to make a salesmanship pitch of saying, hey, it's like Shaq. He's hard to officiate, and you need to look for different things than what you typically look for with him and give him some damn respect instead of, and I'm telling you, that ref didn't call that one because it was contact, but was it enough to get a That to me was more of a 50-50, 60-40 foul, but Bagley was sitting on a couple fouls, and I'm sure the ref is like, all right, if I'm going to give him his third, it's got he's got to earn it. But it's like it's the MVP versus Marvin Bagley. He doesn't have to earn it. Yeah. Like that that's the message. Yeah, you just talked about that uh contract uh from Malone. Who who got him that contract? <laughs> who got him that contract? Woo! So I really do feel like you need to go out there um yeah. for your guy. You need to show up for him in every single way. 
Why did Why did Malone get kicked out today? I think he was trying to honestly protect Yoke. But it was, no, it was like on a Strother player, somebody like that. Mm. Like use it on your guy and go get fined. Go talk after a game and talk about yeah. how it's not right that your guy has to go through this every single night. Talk about the same things that we're talking about about the you're going into the post every single time and you you're not in the top. 20 for free throws talk about the fact that you're playing the game the right way and you're not over embellishing these calls and you're still not getting them Kill. you know talk about a guy that dominates every single time inside the paint outside of the paint plays the game the beautiful way and you still don't give it to him so like there are things that michael malone could have done and he should be doing so like i hope that he looks at this game and say i should have gone out for my guy this a is me with my guy yeah he should have like He's not making a point storming off and getting ejected in the manner that he did. Like, the refs are just going to look at that and be like, okay. Like, I don't think anything's going to change from that. Um, and, and to your point, Adam, about him being hard to officiate, isn't that a problem with NBA officiating? If Nikola Jokic is hard to officiate? Because he doesn't draw them, yeah. And Joel Embiid is easy by that logic to officiate? It, yeah. That means there's a problem with the officiating in this league if... Nikola Jokic deserves these fouls and isn't getting them. He leads, you know, he's leads are cl close to leads the NBA in points in the paint. He posts up more than anybody in the NBA. It's a problem with the officiating above anything else. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to push back on is I actually liked Malone's ejection tonight. Like, I think there was a bigger, there was like the team was not, the team was about to get their the doors blown off of them. And he was like, hey, like, we got to wake up a little bit. So I don't. Well, I agree it wasn't necessarily it was a defensive yoke. I do think it woke everyone up. But I get that point as well because this is clearly on Yoke's mind and the worst outcome is him getting ejected. Yeah. So it, it, it could be something where Malone overcompensates and says, let me put this on my shoulders. Um, I'm curious to see how they bounce back from this. You go up now to Orlando. Like, Here's the thing about a road trip. They've got two more games. And the fifth one is a big one because it's the tournament game. So they have one more meaningless game. And look, Orlando, they've lost. They got blown out in Orlando, I believe, last year. They win the, the home one up close. Like, by all intents and purposes, this game doesn't mean anything other than one random win or one random loss. And so yeah, I'm going to be curious to see his yoke rejuvenated. One nice thing is 28 minutes last night, yep. 11 or something tonight. Like, maybe this is a little bit of a rest for yoke. Like... Yeah, a little bit of a reset. I don't know, but I so, hate it. I really hate it in the fact of like that's going to take his averages down in every single way. You're not going to be able to see how tanking he his averages really right is now. doing. Like, and the numbers mean a lot. Like they do to guys that are not watching it every single night, that are not seeing that this is how he's being officiated. That this is how you know things are going around there for him. So that's the only thing that I hate for it. Um, also, I don't like the fact that he has a short fuse. I love when he's playing his type yeah. of basketball and he's happy out there and he's just dominating because that's what he wants to do but right now he does have a short fuse and that can wear and tear on a, a team um that is missing jamal um you know so like i i just i, I wish it was different right yeah. now i do and also like having the fuse that Jokic and malone does and they did in this game it's not going to earn you more respect with the officials it's not. It's probably going to earn you less respect with the officials, to be honest, if you show them up and get thrown out like that. Why is Draymond allowed to go off on the officials every single game and has a longer leash than everybody else? Well, it's obvious he has a great relationship with them, and that's something that Nikola Jokic does not have. It's something that he's really worked at, 
and it's something that he's gotten better with, but nights like tonight kind of erode that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, some Super Chats as well as a little ATA. It's so dope that they won. This it is so dope that they won, man. It saved this trip. If you lose that game, like, Dude. oh, my God, there's no saving the road trip. Now, you know, three and twos on the table, two and three if you can get the front, the, the tournament game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still some salvaging in it. Guys, check out High Plains Strains. Uh, if you are in Log Lane Village, Garden City, or Sedgwick, so northeastern Colorado, they're the dispensary for you. Uh, you can save time by ordering ahead online at highplainstrands.com. Then you can pick up at their location. And with winter coming, their drive throughs at each location make it so you don't even have to get out of your car. How easy is that? Uh, they got some awesome deals going on right now. Use code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store. Now through Green Friday, November 24th, you can get a half ounce for 45 bucks. Other Green Friday deals, a full ounce for 80 bucks. Uh, Veritas, 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 uh, eights for $25 and Mammoth 1G cartridges for 15 bucks. Exquisite extracts, four for 40. Remember to use code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store to take advantage of these high plane strands holiday deals. Shady Rays lets you take on the sun with gear built to last and gear that you can have uh, a lot of trust and faith in. You can, you can buy it with no anxiety, no stress, because there's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Shady Rays always has your back, and right now they also have a deal. It's actually their biggest sale of the year. It's for Black Friday, so don't miss out right now on the best deal for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. I think it's time, boys, to go a little around the association. A little around the association. What do we have going on around the association today, Dev? Well, if there's one team, if there's two teams. There's two teams you want to play to get your guys right. Yeah. To get your stats up and just beat a team to sleep. It's the Pacers and it is the Wizards. <laughs> the Wizards will let you get off. Yeah. And everybody gets off against Pause. them. Yeah. One forty two. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, just whatever. Get off, man. One forty two to one twenty nine. The uh, Bucks get a win over uh, the Wizards. Giannis forty two points, thirteen rebounds, eight assists. Monster game. Is that impressive? I mean, it is a hundred and forty two point regulation game. Somebody's gonna have numbers. He was twenty of twenty of twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> that part's so, very yes. impressive. Yeah, we'd be going crazy for that Jokic Pretty crazy. That's a Jokic line, bro. How about the report that is this a real report that the Wizards do not consider Jordan Pull a corner? I don't know if that was real. Or I don't know if it was either. I didn't man. really it's care seen, enough to look into I mean, it. I'd be here right there either. I saw that. And I was like, <laughs> that <laughs> makes sense. If they Wizards came rumors that all count as true at the same it's time. So yeah, because you know, I mean, why would they? I mean, it's it's believable and not believable at the same time. Man, can I tell you what? The the Coach Malone coaching tree, very interesting. Chris Finch, offensive mastermind, got the best defense in the NBA yeah. in Minnesota. Uh, Wes Unseld, defensive mastermind, worst defense I've ever seen in my life. It's I mean, insane. But Jordan Poole does do it exactly for the baddies. Good. He had 30 points in this game, so minus 26, but he had them 30 <laughs> points. So it wasn't that bad, right? Poor yeah, at least he was himself. happy. He got himself going. The Clippers get the win over the Spurs. Kawhi versus his old team. Here come the Clippers. Paul George had 28 points in this game. Kawhi had 21 points in the game. 
Yeah, the Clippers are they're starting to play well. Um, yeah, James pair, Harden, pair of and great 10. couple wins for them, Rockets and Spurs. Yeah, big <laughs> ones, big ones. Wimby, not that good tonight. Nine points, four rebounds, or four, uh, four assists, three rebounds. The Spurs, they're not good. They just have like a a guy that you really want to watch um, play, but they they're not good team. Um, yeah. Where do we bounce around to? We'll go to um, Chicago and Miami. Hey, CHGO, how are they doing? Miami got the win. Oh. 118 to 100. Bro, did you guys see this game? Because they just played the doubleheader. Did you see the game last? What was it? 20 to 1 to start? Yeah. And then the Bulls won? We talked about it on ATA last <laughs> night. Isn't that crazy? Well, not Bam, tonight. Bam Adebayo had 23 points, 11 rebounds. Duncan Robinson, he's making shots again. He had 22 points <laughs> in this game. On the other side of things, it was Kobe White. I love White, Jaime Jaquez, by the way. You guys know I points. love that Jaime Jaquez. 19 yes, points do. for him. You got to talk about him. Plus 24. Yeah, the Miami Game guy. Game high. The Miami guy. I saw him at dinner at Carbone in Vegas last year. Summer league. Yeah. Now, for the game that we all wanted to get around to. <laughs> the Charlotte Hornets get the win. Over. Wait, they won? Hold on. I saw Celtics throw up 10 late. <laughs> how did this? How did the Hornets? Our win? social media guy Nick was live texting me. Play Look, by play. there were some crazy things that happened in this game. Jason Tatum, he went off, uh-huh. went off in this game. Forty-five mm-hmm. points, thirteen rebounds. Not as efficient, but not a horrible game. Fifteen of twenty-eight. That's pretty good. But he missed the game-winning free throws. That's right. No. Missed. Also, no, but, but hold on, he went eight of ten from the free throw line. Like I said, it was the game winner. That's the one he yeah. missed? That was the one that he, he missed. He made all the wow. other ones? Let me, let me provide a little context. Reggie um, Jackson would never. Would never. Be Aaron up. Gordon would never. Final, <laughs> final possession of overtime uh, after Tatum took a really bad shot. Whatever. That's regulation. That's what we'll do. Final possession of overtime. Uh, Celtics are down three. Tatum brings the ball down the floor. Chucks up a three. He's fouled. He's fouled to go to the free throw line. Hits the first two. All he needs is one more to send it to. That's all he needs, man. But you know what? You know what? Did he, so he made the first two. He made the first the last two. One. But uh, not everyone is clutch. Jason Tatum minus five. The bench, all positive in the plus minus. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Man. Unbelievable. What was also wild in this game, LaMelo Ball went crazy. He and did. he's been on a run right now. This was a game against Drew Holiday, so you thought that he would be, like, bottled up. No. Nope. Yeah. 36 points, nine rebounds, eight assists. Woo. He went crazy. Guess who hit the game winner? <laughs> This is when basketball guys don't exist. Oh, oh is it Miles Bridges? Don't take this wind out of my sails. <laughs> Miles Bridges. Oh, the game <laughs> said, oh, this Jeez. is horrible. This is this is oh. unethical. This is not right. Wow. Um, that, that was that's, bad. That's rough, man. Um, so there's a couple of games that's still going on. Uh, Minnesota looks like they're going to get the win over the Knicks. Yeah. They're playing well. Um, Houston's man, is this beating a, Golden you know, State the, right the now. The Knicks very interested in Carl Anthony Towns. How'd he do tonight? 20 points, five rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks. That's actually a really nice line from him. Right, Only yeah. took 10 shots to Counts get 20 points. Well. Five, four, three, and two. Man, that's that's impressive. So he has been playing well. You know, the game honestly, winner. He had the game winner and then the, the other night, and then he also had a great swing pass. He had a good look for three, kicked it to the corner for, to Ant. I'm telling you, man, Cat, good job, man. You know what? Yeah. Tip my hat to him, playing the right way. That's it for a round association. All right, let's get to some super oh, chats, Gil. Oh, man, what a treat. 
What a treat. Freddy, the three players from our championship run just closed out that game. AG Oop, MG Block, MPJ Block, and KCP contest at the rim. That's what champions do. Great take. The defense Great was take. really good down the stretch from the Nuggies. Uh, Peter Plummer. Love how Reggie is playing this season. Nuggets still a lead on back-to-backs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, Brian I do love how Reggie's playing. Windland. I cannot begin to fathom how much money these refs made betting on the Jokic no double-double. Pistons <laughs> plus nine parlay. Hope they at least donate some of it. Yeah. Uh, PS14. There would have been an enormous dark cloud hanging over the team if this was an L. Hoping we can roll into Orlando with some confidence, especially as the Jokic stopper Wendell Carter is out. Thanks from the UK. Awesome. It's a good point. Man, that's a weird road trip when you think about they went to Detroit. Now they were in New Orleans and then went up to Detroit. Now down to Orlando. Like they're getting their miles in. (laughs) Five, 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 five ish. If Reggie has 1000 fans, I'm one of them. If Reggie has 100 fans, I'm one of them. If Reggie has 10 fans, I'm one of them. If Reggie has no fans, I'm no longer on this planet. Man. LFG. <laughs> Nuggets win. I love, wow. I love the Reggie Jackson redemption story. I love how much Nuggets fans love him. Isn't that a cool story, That's man. Great. It's the it's the Denver effect these days, man. LVAP. Thanks to the refs, we all got to witness vintage 2016-17 Pistons, Reggie, and KCP. Zeke 3 hits different. That's a great point. It was a big 3, too. 2 of 2 in the last two games. THTR, 201. Draymond stabs refs, spits in his face, commits vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> refs, hey, silly, cut it out. Jokic, my left arm was torn from the socket and my eyes were just gouged out. Refs, offensive foul. <laughs> Rob Stewart. Rob Stennett, excuse me. Fellas, thanks for the hang and tour of the studio. Hell All yeah. the, Rob, great to meet you, man. Thanks great for coming through. Thank you for that Rob. super chat, man. All the nuggets you, man. are good, he All says. the nuggets are good. We love it when people come in from out of town. This, uh... You know, he comes in from Austin. By the way, shout to shout to Austin. We have some Austin people. I know you put together some watch parties down in Austin. Start letting us know. In fact, anybody that throws together a watch like a satellite watch party in a in a city outside of Denver, let us know. Always man. let us know. We'll promote yeah. it and you never know who'll show up. Rob was telling us, I wish there were a, a meetup, a Nuggets meetup somewhere out in Austin for a game. Now you know, man. There's people looking for it, so we'll put that together for you. Any final thoughts? One last super chat. One last super chat. <laughs> How else do we end a, l- a lounge? Laking ball. So the Celtics lost. They choked a nine-point lead with two minutes oh, left. They choked it, tough. but it's November, and a bad loss happens. B-Vote hating. <laughs> sure. B-Vote is hating. You're not wrong, man. B-vote Your team's really good. Hating. I will be here all year. Final thoughts, gents? For me, it was the fact that Aaron Gordon made both free throws. Oh, I love it. That was major. That yeah, was man. major. That was a good win, honestly. Yeah. I feel good I, about I agree, that win. Man. It might have turned the vibes around, to be honest. They win 107-103, and Yoke's not ejected, and we're like, oh, I don't know if that you know, doesn't even count. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it happens the way it happened, and you're like, hell yeah. Nugs? Yeah, on to uh, Orlando. The Mr. Nugget tour continues. Back-to-back Mr. Nugget games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, man. Great yeah. point. All Mr. Nuggets coming together. Uh, Gary Harris ain't playing in that one just like Monte Morris. Gary Harris been playing. Play. He played last night. Did he play he's last been night? Playing. Like well, he hasn't played. Yeah, he's played. He might have played. He's hitting the three ball is what he's doing. Yeah. Right. Is Gary back? Our old, our old friend Gary Should Harris. All right, everybody, thanks for hanging with us for an hour. Abs are up next. Do us a favor. Hit that like button on the way out.